Well, good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us for our Saturday evening service. And we're glad that you are joining us, especially those of you that are following us online. Uh, we really appreciate that and trust that the service tonight and tomorrow would be a blessing to you. Uh, before we sing uh, some songs, worship God, and before we pray, there is one prayer request that we like to, uh, to bring to your attention, and that is there is a gentleman in Hartford, Connecticut, by the name of Pete, that needs prayer. He's very ill, and they have requested prayer. And we want to pray and ask God to reach down his hand and, and touch him. Yes. We also would like to remember Brother Daniel Beer. Uh, he's not well, he's very ill, and we want to pray and ask God to reach down and, and touch him. He's a good brother and a servant of the Lord, and we want to pray that the Lord would do a miracle in his life. Um, so why don't you join with me tonight in, in prayer, and let's anticipate a great weekend in the house of the Lord. Let's all pray. Father, we thank you tonight that we can call upon your name. It's so wonderful that we can approach your throne of mercy and of grace. Thank you so much, Lord, for your protection and your provision, keeping us safe and protected, Lord, from this deadly virus and all other diseases and dangers and harm. And Father, we thank you so much that we can gather together for church. The opportunity we have, Lord, to worship you and to receive from your hand. Father, to minister to us, Lord, from your word. Tonight we want to remember those that are not well, Brother Beer and, and Pete. Oh, Lord, we bring these individuals before you, and you know their present condition. We know that you are able to do more than we can ask, Father. We know that there's power in the name of Jesus to heal every sickness and disease. And we pray, Lord, tonight, would you please extend your mercy and your grace and reach down, Lord, and touch their bodies, touch their minds and their souls, and encourage them, increase their faith and your confidence in you. We ask it in Jesus' name, Lord. Bless our service tonight and our service tomorrow, Lord. Remember those that we have not named that are not well. Wherever they are, Father, throughout the world, we pray, God, that you'll have mercy and reach down your hand. Fill their needs, whatever the needs exist in their lives, we pray, and ask it in Jesus' most blessed and wonderful name. We thank you tonight, Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Closer to thee. 
precious name, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. I'm very grateful to be in the house of God and the good spirit that we feel here tonight. Let me know that the Lord is here. And there is much, as we open our eyes, open our heart to him, that he will impart. We are living in uh, troublesome times, very difficult times. But I thank God for the word of God that caused us to really reach out to him and uh, trust him. That chorus we were singing he touch our eyes that we might see. My mind, my spirit, it's clear that he loved me. And we want to let these words sink in our hearts. It's from the word of God. Yes, All things were made by him, our Lord. And without him was not anything made. In him was life. And uh, that life was the light of men. Tonight, as we are standing here and uh, over these past services, there is much that has been dispensed that has touched my mind, that caused me to have that confidence in God. I've seen so much that has uh, happened over these number, several years, number of years. But what's happening right now? caused me to really reach out and appreciate what God is doing today. We are living in terrible sometimes, yes. But uh, Jesus, after his cruise, after his resurrection, he stood on the Mount of Olives and he went up and he said that, uh, I will come again and I will receive you 
I believe it was one angel that was there. And he said, this same Jesus, which is taken from you, shall so return in like manner as you see him go. He has not come back yet. But just like at his first coming, the Father sent him. And God has an order. And there is specific times that the human family does not really know. But he has touched prophets. He touched apostles. He touched ministers that have the word that is needed for a given dispensation. And the prophet Isaiah said, Behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And the time did come and uh, God sent uh, an angel to Mary and, uh, and uh, he greeted her. And that was something special. The uh, leaders of the day, they read the scriptures. They had a head knowledge You'd ask them about the law, what to eat and what not to eat, and they would be able to tell you right off. But when it came to the <clears throat> prophecies that when God has sent a man like Isaiah, they just could not receive him because he was not uh, in their eyes what really represented God. But every time that God sent a minister, send a pastor, send a someone, a prophet, with a message. It's uh, very special. And uh, we should open up our eyes. The individuals at that time, very fortunate that God never just uh, squash and destroy everything, but he gives a warning. He gives, uh, uh, gives a, he let everyone be aware. Our God is a merciful God. And uh, Jesus, when he came, and he grew up in, in that nation, Israel, God selected that nation. That nation was above every other nation on the face of the earth. And someone may say, well, God is biased. No, he's not. He knows exactly what he is doing. And uh, I want his will. I want his purpose. Yes, I want his ways because I don't know it, but uh, I thank God for the ministry that has been given and that uh, God has touched the ministry. Jesus said that as the Father hath taught me, I have taught them. And uh, the words that they received, they dispensed them. And uh, we had so many beautiful lines last Wednesday. The Apostle Paul, precious man of God, you know, he was the last of the apostles, last one that God really raised up. The adversary would try to destroy and disrupt what God is doing, but God will allow him to just go so far and no further. And as Paul was heading up to Damascus to persecute, we don't know how many father, how many mothers, how many children were, uh, he, he was the cause of their death. But you know something, the Apostle John says, I saw a great multitude, which no man could number, 
of every nation, kindred and tongue. And they were all doing the same thing. Today, as we are here and looking back, Jesus, when he came after the temptation, he went into the synagogue. And as the custom was, they gave him the book to read for the day. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news, to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he sat down and handed back to the minister. But they could not understand what he was re reading and they looked upon him and thought, and uh, they said, oh, uh, do, what do you know? We be not born of fornication. They forgot, they read where Isaiah said, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. But the adversaries blinded their minds when the one that fulfilled that scripture stood in their very midst. They could not accept him. All they could see was a carpenter, but that was the Son of God. And today, it's the same. Whatever the congregation is named, could be Assembly of God, could be Gospel Assembly, could be uh, Anglican, you name it. Matters, the name doesn't matter a whole lot, but it's the heart that can receive the present truth that can mold individuals will cause lives to be changed. And uh, the apostles, Jesus, uh, Jesus was there in their midst. And many a times they asked so many questions that were pertinent. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jesus always gave what was necessary for that time, for that period. And uh, they, Jesus looked at them at one point. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And, uh, you know, they looked at uh, the individuals that were around that he grew up. He was 30 years old at that point. And uh, individuals, they watched him grow up as a boy. At age of 12, there was this small uh, notation in the scripture uh, and, he, and he was in the temple at the feast and he was talking to those leaders and uh, they could not understand, they could not grasp it. And it. But it was not time because God has a perfect time to give what needs to be given. And uh, over this past year, I just say this in passing, over this past year, this uh, COVID that everybody's so taken up with, God has given us line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. The word of God has been clarified, be so clear in so many areas these past uh, year and a half, almost two years. But what came right from this location, it's just the same that Jesus walking 
in Galilee, and it was the right time. And uh, he, he talked to them, and he said, today is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. But they could not grasp it. But the apostles, Peter, James, John, and the others, Philip, Thomas, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, all these men, they got touched their mind. They left their, they left their, their profession and uh, they followed Jesus Christ. And they might have looked stupid, but my God, when God can touch your mind and realize what is in store for God's people that follow his way, Jesus said, I am the way the truth and the life. And each line, that, each of those lines, it's jam-packed with so much. I am the way, the truth, what way? The way that leads to God. The way that will cause us to respond in a positive way. We must re uh, take these words, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And uh, when he ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, some evangelists for the perfecting of the saints. We were not perfect. Somebody say, well, I know everything. No, you don't. We need to get rid of our, what's in our, in our mentality, because where does it come from? We know that there is always that challenge to what God is doing, what needs to be done, what's, what's given. God told, uh, he told Adam and Eve, he said, the day you eat thereof, you are going to die. And uh, the, the adversary came in to that location and said, God, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. But God knows that it, when you eat thereof, you're going to be just like God. You're going to be wise. And uh, the liar, the apostle says, he was a liar from the beginning and the father of it. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. And right now as I'm speaking and looking back in history, there are so many of God's people that God had given them truth in their time. Yes, sir. And it is, this, uh, it is estimated over 60 millions of God's people were killed in one way or the other. The prophets also were killed. You know, uh, <coughs> they were all slaughtered, but they looked beyond this present. Isaiah the prophet, they saw him in two to, to shut him up. But you cannot shut up and stifle what God is presenting. It cannot be shut up or stifled. Somebody is going to carry it. And uh, there was uh, the apostle Paul drawing close to the time of his departure. And he told Timothy, he said, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you notice the, the, the sequence. I charge thee before God, yes. 
God is looking over the whole world and every situation. There is absolutely nothing in our heart that he's not aware of before you even think, before you even thought about it. Uh, Before we even thought of uh, getting in our vehicles and coming to this uh, spot, he knew from before the earth was even created. And I thank God that he has not left me uh, out out in, in the world. But over looking back, today I was looking back on my life, and I thank God for how he kept me. Yes, sir. I thank God I was 13 years old, and God, we were in a youth meeting, and before the service even started, a voice said to me, you go to that altar and give yourself to the Lord. And I got up and I went there. And I thank God, looking back over the years, coming to Canada, I've seen so many that I knew that are passed away now. Many of them, I doubt, they even uh, drew their last breath serving God. But 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 I've uh, read the scriptures. I believe what was said. And you know, the apostles, uh, I am the way, Jesus said, the truth. Every man that God has raised up and given the truth, they were rejected. There is always that rejection. But rejecting the man of God that he has raised up, we see John the Baptist, Last Wednesday, he was from uh, the priesthood lineage, but God could not use the priest of the day, had uh, strayed the God of this world, mm-hmm. had blinded their minds, that they could not receive what God was giving to save them. The Romans were dominating Israel at the time, and, uh, and uh, looking back beyond that, we see that the leaders, they just failed to have put in place and to show that example like Moses showed, show that example like uh, David showed. You know, David, he, he failed in a few areas, but looking over his entire 70 years that he lived, there was more you cannot really touch everything that he did until uh, God saw the good that was placed in him. And when Jesus was born and uh, Simeon went and saw him and he, and he rejoiced, yes. he says, Now mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Precious. Mm -hmm. God never left me out. He has never left us out. And as we sit here, let's not despise anyone Mm -hmm. because God is the one that has placed us here. I cannot despise you. And And I pray to God that you don't despise me either. Because God has touched my life. God has touched our lives. Let's all appreciate it.
Let's, uh, let's appreciate it. We, we hear of uh, the vessels. They are vessels of gold, uh, vessels of silver, le- vessels of wood, vessels of uh, uh, clay, is it? Uh, vessels of uh, all these uh, vessels that, are, uh, that could come in the house of God. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we cannot see it. You have dirt on your back, you can't see it. Somebody's got to point it out. God loved us, and uh, the dirt could be in a certain area. It may look quite, you say, well, I'm golden. I know this. I know that. I can find the scriptures. I know what uh, Jesus said, and all of that. Well, there could be a bitterness located right. in, a, in, a, in your spirit. Right. There could be uh, somebody, you know, uh, Peter, it was time for God to move on to the Gentiles. And uh, God told uh, Peter, he got hungry, and he went on top of the roof, and he fell asleep. And God, it was the right time. And he, uh, while he was there, he had a vision, and uh, a voice came to him, and he saw all of these, the, these uh, unclean animals, the, the crows. He saw the lion. And he saw the alligators and all of these. And a voice said, Peter, rise, Peter, kill and eat. And he said, Lord, I've never eaten anything common or unclean. And, uh, and it happened three times. The second time, he, Peter was so, so uh, full in himself, you know. And, uh, and uh, God at the same time was touching this Gentile. It, uh, the Gentiles was to be included. And what we are getting today is from the same source that Peter had that dream, that vision. And uh, Cornelius, he was a godly man. I don't know who taught him what little he knew, but he loved it. God opened his heart and he embraced it, not only just for himself, but everyone in his household. Every one of them had to do what, uh, what he told them, and he led by example. And, uh, and not only just his household, but all the servants and all of that. And a voice said, you, you send men to Joppa. You know, and he, could, uh, he had the need, not, not God. He had that need. He said, rise, Peter, uh, uh, send men to Joppa. To, 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 the, to, to the tanner, to the tanner, and uh, ask for one Simon Peter, and he will tell you what to do. Many a times, God would just go so far and uh, present the vessel that is to give what needs, what you need to hear. And it's up to you to open your heart. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open, I will come in and I will sup with him. What have we to be supped out? Our carnal nature and uh, so many things that would damn us. But there is a kingdom coming. There is a kingdom coming to be set on the earth and right now, from the days of uh, the apostles and before coming, especially at their time, 
uh, and, uh, and more so in our time, there is uh, many have departed from the faith. Many, some were in a location where the word of God was being given, but the adversary has uh, seduced uh, the, them and uh, caused them to, to, to go out of the way. But God has provided a way right here. Let's not throw it aside. Come on, brother. Let's not throw it aside. It's very important. It's my life. It's our future. Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man. When it says man is mankind, Every man, according as his work, shall be. This is the place where God wanted us to be tonight. Mm -hmm. This is where it should be. And as we are here, we are blessed. Many that could be here are missing out. Uh Meet in due season. I thank God for the light that has been uh, shining right here. And uh, Jesus, when he went, he said, you wait for that promise and that lovely promise that came at Pentecost. And uh, they were, they never stayed home, but at the right time, they went, he said, you wait. And they went to that place where Jesus directed them to go. Their heart was open to receive and I'm sure they did not know exactly how it would be, but he said, go. And they went. And they were in the upper room, about 120 of them. Mm-hmm. And there were women. There was Jesus' mother was there. And others, they all were praying. And at the appropriate time, there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind and it filled the whole house where they were and there appeared cloven tongues of fire and it sat upon each of them and they, they, the Holy Ghost came in and touched them. A few days earlier Peter the maid says you're one of his disciples and he said no 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 I am not. Uh, three times he denied the Lord but this time when, uh, the, the, when those individuals, those religious ones especially, saw them, he said, oh, they said, oh, these are drunk. These men are drunk. And Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. Right. He wasn't touching or getting a book or some uh, uh, maybe Isaiah to read. He wasn't reading Jeremiah. What was given by Jeremiah was good for Jeremiah's day. What was given by Isaiah was good for his time. And uh, whatever was to follow later on, those that had the mind of God could decipher, could, uh, could, uh, could see it and embrace it. And uh, Peter stood and he stood there right before them. And he said, men and brethren, these are not drunk like you supposed. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters 
shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And upon my handmaidens uh, in that day, I will pour out of my spirit. And he continued about uh, the, the more of the prophecy that was yet to come. And the God that sent that Holy Ghost mm -hmm. touched these minds. And uh, these individuals said, aren't all of these Galileans that speak? How come we hear them uh, speaking the language? It's about, uh, a number, I think it was 16 nationalities or whatever that was there. And, uh, and Peter told them, God touched them. And about 3,000 accepted what was being said. And uh, they were baptized. And it says that this, the, the, the saints of God, those that received, they went in daily from house to house. And they were not gossiping. No. They were not talking unnecessary and uh, trivial things. On, it was not something trivial. What kind of a designer outfit they're going to buy or whatever. But they were talking and learning more of the word of God and what was to come later on. Yes, As we're here, there is a kingdom coming. There is a kingdom coming. This earth, the whole earth is loaded down with, with a filth, garbage. But Jesus is coming back to make all things new. And the scriptures that, I'm, that I read, it looks so impossible. But the same God that made the animal world, the same one that made the fish, the, the birds, mm -hmm. you know? And he put something in their, their, their mentality. And even yesterday, all week, there's a little, little chipmunk run along my fence. And he picked up one, one acorn and I went and just for about five hours I watched every time I looked it was going back and forth and God has put something in that chipmunk's mind to store the right amount of food to last he knows exactly how long the winter is going to last and you know there is so much that is coming our way. And uh, the, you, they, there is so many conferences, the United Nation, uh, religious conferences going on, uh, trying to study God and you name it. But I thank God that God doesn't work like that. You don't study him. But, uh, but uh, the word of God, as he touches, touch Paul, Paul told Timothy, he said, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick or the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Mm -hmm. The Apostle John says, I saw a mighty angel come down from heaven, having the key, that authority. Mm -hmm. And he laid a hold of that dragon. And if you don't know who he is, he said that old serpent called the devil mm -hmm. and Satan mm -hmm. and bound him for a thousand years. Mm -hmm. You know, 
And the knowledge of the Lord is to cover the earth. There is the ruling staff. There is that ruling staff that is to to rule with Jesus Christ. And uh, Jesus, uh, there is the what we call the bride or the ruling staff, 144,000 select that have been chosen by God. And they, many of them, they were killed. These all died in faith, having not received the promises, but saw them afar off and were persuaded. I never saw any of them got killed. But I read, read what was done, and I believe it. Yes. I believe it. You know, there's a system that killed about 60 millions that served God the best they knew how. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a kingdom coming. Yes, sir. Jesus is coming back, and he's going to lay a hold of Satan yes. and all those beings that work with him in the earth. Mary Magdalene had seven in her, and Jesus cast them out. And uh, and millions upon millions on the face of the earth are going to be freed from that uh, being and his uh, his, uh, work that is working right now. Many shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrines of devils. The apostles gave what was needed. Jesus received it from his Father. And I thank God for the small amount, which is adequate, that has been translated, that we can read and understand, and not just read what's there, but what's pertinent, present truth has been dispensed in this assembly. It has been dispensed. I've heard it. I believe it. And I thank God for it. Mm -hmm. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. It's your life. It's our life. God has been helping us, sustaining us, preserving us. You know, there is so many. They come up with their own ideas. But we cannot go beyond what God is giving. It's time that we receive it. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's not just coming back to sit down. But he's to sit on his throne in Jerusalem. In in Jerusalem right now, I I wouldn't want to go there because of the turbulence and the adversary is working in a, in a way. But there is to be a change. There is to be a change. Yeah. Zechariah says that the Gentiles are going to go up to Jerusalem the, to learn of the ways of the Lord because out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And these families that will go, go up there, the adversary won't be able to stop them anymore because he's bound. But as they go and receive 
the truth that they need to hear, how to look after their children, how to rear their families, and so on. He said the lion won't want to eat the animals anymore. There's to be a change. The wolf and the bear, they shall all feed together, and a little child shall lead them. Some may say, well, no, that's fables. That's not fable. It's not fable. Jesus is coming back at the end of 1,000 years. There is to be a resurrection. You fail to accept what he's doing. He's coming back at the beginning of the 1,000 years. There is to be that resurrection of the saints that have been buried, thrown in the graveyard. Many of them crossing the Atlantic as slaves were thrown overboard and uh, thrown overboard. It's estimated over 61 million that uh, came across. But all of that will be a thing of the past. I thank God. Thank God for what he's doing on our behalf. I wouldn't be standing here, but he did choose me. Amen. He did choose us before the foundation of the world. We are in a wonderful time. Oh, yes. This is a good time. I encourage everyone, let's band together. Amen. Let's hold together. Let's not throw away the good things that God has been giving unto us. And not only just for now, I see we are beyond the end of the thousand year, it's just the start. I had not seen, Nor ear neither ear heard, right. neither hath it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for them that love him, but he's revealing to his servants today what we need for this time. I thank God there is light. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. No man Amen. cometh unto the Father but by me. All that the Father hath given me will come, and I will raise him up at the last day. We are living in a blessed time. Every time that we meet here, Many a times, Brother Singh would stand, I think almost all the time when he stands, he said that what I have written maybe, he said that's what is being given, wasn't what I had written down. But there is life words. Mm -hmm. There is words that as we embrace them, as we share them, it will cause us to stand in the liberty wherein God has made us free. I thank him. Praise him.
you all stand and sing it to the Lord tonight. Oh, more than anyone else. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Him who suffered for me. Safe in His arms. And adore Him. Thank you so much for our Lord Jesus. Father, regardless of the circumstances that we face and the evil that surrounds us, and Lord, the sorrow and the pain and the agony that your people endure, Father, we are so glad that Jesus took our pains and our sorrows and our problems when he was on this earth and he died on the cross to shed his blood to redeem every one of us. And so tonight, it is our a desire, Father. We're looking forward yes. to the return of our Lord Jesus and the establishment of your kingdom upon this earth. Yes. When sorrows and pains and agony and suffering would be a thing of the past. Help us, we pray. There's so much that needs to be done in our lives, Father. There's so far we need to go and we need to trust you more. We pray for faith and confidence and trust in you, Lord. Help us 
to overcome sin, to overcome evil, to overcome the devil, to overcome false teachers in our midst. And Father, to lift our faith and believe in you, Father. Help us to make the necessary changes that's required in our lives so we can make it into your glorious kingdom. We thank you for tonight. Thank you for your word and your presence we felt here in our midst. Commit our service tomorrow in your hand, Father. Give us a good day in your house, we pray. And ask it in Jesus' name. Go with us, Father, we pray. In your son's most precious name we ask it. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you.